from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Alongside Mark Bergen, Dennis Cox here with you this afternoon on 99.9 The Fan. A lot of big things happening in the state of North Carolina, in the area, in the triangle. There's a big soccer tournament going on at Wake Med Soccer Park. The soccer tournament. Million bucks on the line. Wonder if you could save those winnings, maybe make some bets starting in January 8th. Let's hit it and quit it. Let's start it right off, Mark Bergen. Sports betting here in the state of North Carolina. We're that much closer. That much closer. What's the latest? Yes, so Tuesday, Wednesday, the House has to approve the final version. Then it'll go to the governor. Governor is expected to sign it. So this bill becomes law. January the 8th would be the earliest we could start betting online on our mobile devices, on phones, online sports gambling here in North Carolina. I cannot wait. We talked to Brian Murphy earlier. If you missed that conversation, check it out on the best of 99.9 The Fan Podcast. But something that was brought to our attention about how this actually, okay, people can bet on sports if you want to. Great. If you don't bet on sports, then okay, fine as well. But again, this is a tax avenue for the state of North Carolina. Brian Murphy told us projections in about five years that the state, the tax money that the state could pull in, $100 bucks a year approximately. By the fifth year. By the fifth fifth year. year. And five years after this actually really gets underway. So you're looking at 2029, essentially. But it's still $100 million a year coming into the state. That can go to a lot of different things. Now, I know a lot of that money is allocated to athletic departments in the state of North Carolina. It's also going to, remember correctly, each county gets several thousand dollars to help out with county sports facilities, basically like local parks and things along those lines. So local governments are going to benefit from this as well. But tying it here into the sports scene in the state of North Carolina, but specifically here in the Triangle, when he talked to Centennial Authority Chairman Philip Isley about Hey, who owns PNC Arena, the Centennial Authority does, they're talking about, well, we can put a sports book inside PNC Arena, and we can have one outside of PNC Arena. Both. Both. And why is that important? For the Carolina Hurricanes, who occupy PNC Arena, who have a lease agreement with the Centennial Authority with PNC Arena, if they're able to get the sports book on the outside of the arena as well that's money coming into the team money to come to upgrade pnc arena but i know tom dundon and the carolina hurricanes have been in discussions with the centennial authority as well as the state and local governments about upgrading the upgrading the area outside of pnc along with upgrading pnc itself so a sports book entertainment lounges restaurants those kinds of things going outside of PNC Arena to be an attractive place where people can come to for more than just a sporting event. It'll be curious to see if they could only pick one, you know, which comes to fruition first. Inside, Regarding outside, what? Inside, outside. If you're going to try to do both. sports book? Yeah. I would say... It's going to be tough to do all of this at once. There's going to be a lot of changes. But, and, and look, we're talking years out. I mean, this isn't going to be... Right away, right away, right? I Honestly, I think they want to move on this stuff pretty quickly because I okay. think one of the things 
as as Brian Murphy mentioned earlier, what Carolina Hurricanes, what they want to have in terms of upgrading facilities and doing work outside of PNC Arena to, again, add more amenities for fans. That all ties in with the sports books coming in, which, again, comes from the state. Okay, well, then there's where's the where's the funding coming from? So it's not all like what pulls first, but, again, all this happening together at the same time. Not sure who actually has to, like, pull the first string or everyone's just got to pull the string at the same time. And that's – all I'm saying is once – this happens on January the 8th. I don't expect it to be like, oh, it, it's... <laughs> we, if You have to build a new structure, a new facility that's going to take time. So if and when this gets approved mm-hmm. next week by the House, then it goes to the governor's desk, this is when we're going to get the ball rolling on yeah. a lot of this stuff. A lot of this stuff. A lot of moving parts. Yes. But again, this... this and it's in, all interconnected, too. Exactly. All this, all this stuff connects about what the Centennial Authority, the Carolina Hurricanes, what they want to do with PNC Arena... And the passing of sports betting in the state of North Carolina, it all connects together. Do we want to go to the next? Yeah, the next let's let's, let's quit that. Let's hit this. Tell them to bring me my money. Yeah, yeah that's right. Bring me my money. That's what Joe Mazzulla is going to say in terms of, hey, bring me my money because I get to keep my job over here at the Boston Celtics as their head coach. The reason why I would bring this up is we've seen so many coaches in the NBA just get fired. So quickly, I want to say I have to go back and look. I want to say it's nearly 25 head coaches in the NBA have all been just hired in the last three years with their team. Somewhere close, I got to go back and look at that number. I try to remember off the top of my head, but we're of 30 teams in the NBA, five or six have been with their team longer than four years. Well, think about it you got Spo with the Heat, you got Pop with the Spurs. Uh, I know Malone with the Nuggets has been there for at least a few years now, but that's that's how you have to think about it is, okay, who's been there for several years and years and years? So Celtics sticking with Missoula. Celtics won six more regular season games this year than they did a season ago, and this was someone who got the job on the eve of the season, so he didn't get to pick his staff. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He wasn't even in the first row for coaching. He was back behind the bench before the season. He has to do what he did this season, getting to the Eastern Conference Finals one game away from the NBA Finals. It's not Joe Missoula's fault that Jalen Brown couldn't hit the side of a barn from three and couldn't dribble yeah. in the Eastern Conference Finals. Not his fault. If you go back and look at coaches in the NBA that were hired before 2020, so again, within the last three years. So coaches have been around for, with their current team since before 2020. You look at Mike Malone, Denver Nuggets, mm-hmm. Steve Kerr, Golden State Warriors. Warriors. You look at Taylor Jenkins was hired in 2019 by the Memphis Grizzlies. Eric Spolstra hired in 2008 by the Miami Heat. And then you go to Greg Popovich hired in 96 by the San Antonio Spurs. Every other coach in the NBA has been hired with their team since 2020 or later. I got three of the five. That's pretty good. That, but that's, that's good. that just kind of ties into Off my point. Off the top point. of the dome. Kind of ties into my point. Uh, what's, we'll quit that and we'll hit this to bring this up real I fast. I hit it so good. Monty Williams, who just got fired by the Phoenix Suns, hired by the Detroit Pistons, six-year deal, $78.5 million. I'm sure on the same day the ball was already rolling to where it's just like if he wants a job, he can get it because he's clearly sought after. Yes. And the fact that he can, with incentives, can make more than $100 million. Woo. He's got his work cut out for him, though. 
because you're trying to, you're taking over one of the worst teams in the league. Well, now, yeah, there's so. that. Let's quit that. Yeah. Let's hit this. How you doing? Going over to the NFL real fast. Tom Brady reiterated again. This is our. This is our. We have now hit our monthly quota on June 1st of mentioning of Tom Brady. So we're getting this done and out of the way. But he reiterated with Jeremy Schapp of ESPN. Nope, he's done. There's apparently he's been in, in talks with the Las Vegas Raiders about becoming a minority owner with the team. The thing which is kind of weird and crazy to think about, but you know what? That guy's got money. I'm not surprised about the ownership, but Josh McDaniel saying he has no anxiety over the Raiders quarterback get, situation. I know they're bringing in Jimmy G, so they're probably they probably know something you and I don't, Dennis. But if Jimmy G can't go, what's your plan if you're the Raiders? Uh, what's your plan? I don't know. Taylor Heineke, who's with Atlanta. I don't know. Bring in whomever. Will Greer. Hoyer is one of their Greer. backups. But it's like, who, if Jimmy G can't go, your big offseason acquisition, what's your plan? So when Josh McDaniel's saying no anxiety, this is also okay. someone who hasn't had success as an NFL head coach. He's been a good coordinator, but as an NFL head coach, where's the success that Josh McDaniel's had? So Maybe he'll no break. anxiety, and we're talking about this now in June. When there's smoke, there's fire, Dennis Cox. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Maybe he'll bring in... Tim Tebow. That sounds about right. All right, let's oh, quit that and let's hit this. Damn! Uh, something that you pointed out, um, NFL-related regard, regarding an NFL coach, Raheem Morris, the Rams defensive coordinator, actually helped save the life of a child that was drowning. Yeah. He actually gave credit to his AED training. Yeah, in Las Vegas, in right time, right place for Morris and... I mean, when they start performing CPR and Morris rushes over, say, hey, how can I help? People are calling 911. He asks, where's the AED? Mm -hmm. um, you know, kudos to him and in, in, in all honesty to make sure that this, this kid stayed safe. Yeah, it's uh, if you ever get a chance, I encourage everyone to do it, to do, do some sort of AED CPR training, because, again, you might be able to save someone's life uh, in that regard. All right, let's quit that. And let's hit this. Bruh. Did you see Mark Bergen? People, this has been floating around on the interwebs. LSU football reveals new air-conditioned helmets. <laughs> air-conditioned helmets. I, I didn't realize you could put a full HVAC system in a helmet. <laughs> and it's going to last like five hours, they're saying. So if they go into some crazy overtime game, if LSU goes into a seven-overtime game, don't worry, Dennis, they're good. That's just... It's amazing the technology that they're able to make nowadays. Like the fact that the last place that I lived in did not have central air, but their football helmets do. The only thing I've even heard remotely close to this is my guy Ike Taylor shout out synced his iPod Nano into his helmet so he could listen to music during games during the last few years of his career. Did he really? That's the only thing I've even heard of that's even in the, the same vicinity as the LSU players getting. Did he have his Nano on him? Yeah, he would have. He used to be like in. Yeah, this was back in early two thousand, early twenty tens. Yeah, yeah, last few years of his career. I that's the only thing that's even like in the same vicinity as this is an air conditioned helmet. That's just it blows my mind that there's air conditioning. Like who's in demanding their helmets? that? Who's like, saying no, no, no? I can't have a regular helmet. Mine's got to be synced up with AC. I'm just thinking of the hot August days where I had two a days. 
and how much I would have loved to have had an air-conditioned helmet. Oh, yeah. With the, with the heat's coming off the turf, too, and it's like 5 to 10 degrees warmer on the turf as well. My, uh, oh, some warmer than that sometimes, actually. Now, I wonder what uh, Nick Saban now thinks about this in terms of, hey, want to have equal playing ground. Well, <laughs> your move, Alabama. Your move, Alabama. Let's see what Are you got here. Are we going to get heated helmets, too, for the late season games in, say, wintertime? We might not need this in ACC country in the South, but, say, in Big Ten country where it can get cold. Are we going to get heated helmets, too? They need them in Boone. I tell you, it's cold out there in App. It gets cold out there in App. All right, let's quit that. Let's hit this. Uh, Speaking of Alabama, actually, uh, real quick, uh, Carolina Panthers OTAs. We'll get to Alabama here in a sec. Carolina Panthers, their next round of OTAs are taking place right now. Nothing more to report other than no no big names, no one's gotten hurt. And that's the only thing I need to hear from OTAs right now. That's the only thing I need to know. Anyone get hurt? Bryce Young okay? That's all I got to know. That's all I got to know. Is the offensive line okay? That's all I got to know. Yeah. We're going to just sing Kumbaya in this. That's it. Early on in the marriage between Bryce Young and Frank Reich is uh, still going strong here early on, as I expect it to, between now and whenever the first preseason game is. As long Let's keep everyone healthy. As, exactly. It's the only thing I need to know. Is everyone healthy? That's it. That's all I need to know when it comes out of OTAs. Because otherwise, okay, yeah. I listened to Frank Reich did talk to the media today, did have a presser because that's what they do. You know, it's a mandatory thing. And he's like, yeah, we're working on our install. We're going to work on some third down stuff later this week and some goal line and some things like that. I'm like, cool, great, awesome. And even once we get to preseason, preseason is almost like a war reenactment, you know, at least compared to what to expect during the regular season. Mm -hmm. Like nothing that happens in the preseason has any bearing on what actually matters come September 10th, week one of the 2023 season. Let's quit that. Let's hit this. Speaking of professional sports in the state of North Carolina, down in Charlotte specifically, where the, where the Panthers play, their their neighbor, the Charlotte Hornets, have the number two overall pick. Now, the big Here discussion is, the big discussion is, all right, is Brandon Miller going to be the pick? Is Brandon Miller going to be the selection? The, 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 the wing player from the University of Alabama. A big red flag popping up with him is the ongoing legal situation regarding the death of someone down there in Tuscaloosa. And I know that he met with a lot of teams. There was, I believe he also had like a signed legal form saying that there, he was only allowed to talk so much legally about the situation. Because obviously NBA teams want to know What's going on here? Because the team that really might want him might, hey, Charlotte Hornets, we're going to give you a lot of stuff to move up to number two to take this guy. So it was a big point of contention for a lot of people regarding the legal situation, regarding uh, what he was involved in with a, with a shooting that took place back in January. And especially considering a team needs to do its due diligence when you have the number two overall pick, especially the Hornets, Dennis, mm-hmm. because... You're coming off the whole situation off the field, uh, off the court issues with Miles Bridges as well. Yes. So you have to factor this in mind of, okay, if the Hornets want to draft Brandon Miller, that's fine. But you need to make sure that you've done your homework in making sure that if he's the pick at number two overall, that you're not going to have off the court issues, which prevents him from potentially being able to play. Now, Miller not facing any kind of charges. 
find it very interesting that one of his teammates has filed a lawsuit against the New York Times saying that he wasn't there during the January 15th shooting. I'm not talking about Kai Spears. He's seeking $75,000 from the publication. Yeah, so again, Alabama basketball walk-on guard Kai Spears is suing the New York Times for, again, for a story that said he was in Brandon Miller's car during the fatal shooting in Tuscaloosa on January 15th. Again, that's according to a lawsuit obtained by the Tuscaloosa News. So, I, I again, he's seeking $75,000, not counting interest and court fees. I'm like... We'll see how I this don't plays know. out. W- w- was he there or not? It's a simple Was he there question. or not? It's, it's a simple, simple that. Were you there or you're not? Yes or no? Clearly by saying that he... Well, the story says that he was in Brandon Miller's car. That doesn't necessarily mean he wasn't there. And what I want to know is, how would the New York Times stick with this reporting despite the fact that he... Uh, uh, Kai Spears has repeatedly denied that he was there during the shooting? Someone's wrong. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. So, again, yeah. that just kind of ties in. Both, both can't be true. Both can't be true. Now, maybe he wasn't in Brandon Miller's car, which is what the New York Times reported. Doesn't mean Kai Jones wasn't there. So, again, there's a – I'm sorry, Kai, Kai Spears. Spears. My Kai apologies Spears. on that. So, that's that's floating up in the air. But, again, that, that impacts the number two overall pick, potentially. Now, they could just go Scoot Henderson. Who knows? Easy. Pair him with LaMelo and – it's really, it's almost the same issue North Carolina has is, is are you still sound from a defensive standpoint? If you go up against a team that has a bigger backcourt, and I'm talking about uh, uh, Elliot Cadeau and R.J. Davis, if you pair LaMelo with mm-hmm. Scoot, how sound are you defensively? Can those two players play together? It's what the Hornets front office is going to need to figure out between now and next month. That, that June draft is coming up, Dennis. I mean, it's less than a month away. We're in June. It's June 1. Let's quit that. Let's hit this. The ceiling is the roof. No, the ceiling is the roof. (laughs) At Wake Med Soccer Park, the soccer tournament is underway. So the the Triangle area, once again, getting a destination thing. We're going to talk to Chris Lee, WREL Sports, here in about 10 minutes. But the soccer tournament, a lot of people may have heard of the basketball tournament, a 32-team field of teams that are put together of 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 players and athletes from from all across the country competing in a sport the basketball tournament something that's been going on for several years it's a million dollar winner take all well the creators of the basketball tournament started the soccer tournament first ever one started today and it's right here at wake med soccer park again million dollars on the line but it's 7v7 soccer so it's not traditionally what you see in mls or in the epl or fifa this is a different style of tournament, but I think it's really cool that it's happening right here in our backyard. In a shorter field, the field looks just pristine and carry as well. Oh, it and they, that, that facility there at Wakeman Soccer Park is fantastic. And all the stars that are coming out, something I'm really excited to ask Chris Lee is, like, of everyone who's coming, it's okay. You've got Mia Hamm's coaching one of the teams. Ryan Reynolds owns one of the other ones. Steve Nash is going to be playing. He's playing, Chad yeah. Chad Cinco is going to be there. Clint Dempsey. Of all the stars that are coming out that are going to be in our backyard in carry this weekend, who Chris Lee is most excited to see. I can't wait to ask him that question. Well, I know he's run into a few stars already so far, but this is something I think that is it can't be understated when it comes to the state of North Carolina and the Triangle. When we when we talked to some of the representatives of the soccer tournament, they said that this was one of the places that this was the location, obviously, that they chose. It wasn't like it was the 
second, third, or fourth option that other ones didn't work out and they had to settle for Wake Med Soccer Park. They toured at a bunch of different facilities along the East Coast, and they said this was the place to be. And here in the Triangle, we're starting to see more and more big-time events come here. And it's not just sports-related, but you're looking at the soccer tournament, big events uh, like GalaxyCon. Dream, I was allowed to get to concerts and festivals. Dreamville is a massive music concert that is absolutely taking off that people from all over the place have found, you know what, I got to go to Dick's Park in Raleigh for one of the best hip-hop concerts of the year. It's Dreamville Fest. You got to come here for that. This area continues to show why it is a destination place. The Stadium Series, another prime example. Guess what? This area can hold massive events. Three consecutive weekends in Cary. You have the NCAA Women's Lacrosse National Championship. That's right. You've got the soccer tournament this weekend. Also, NCAA Baseball Division II World Series. So Yeah. And there's going to be more in the future. I can't wait because it's just like, oh, this is in our backyard now. And I, I honestly— I mean, don't forget about, like, Pinehurst down in Moore County, too. I mean, that, mm-hmm. that that's essentially in our backyard. The fact that we don't have that far to go— um, Put North Carolina showcase, put it on the map. Let the people see what this state has to offer, not just for the people that live here, but on a nationwide basis, on a worldwide basis. And the state of North Carolina and Raleigh is included in this. Constantly a destination place for NCAA tournaments as well. When it comes to NCAA men's basketball, Greensboro was a host site for the first two rounds last year. Charlotte's this upcoming year, and if I remember correctly, the year after that, 2025, I think Raleigh's next in line. They've, they float between Greensboro Coliseum, Spectrum Center, and PNC. You mentioned the stadium series earlier, Dennis. Mm-hmm. How soon do we see another outdoor hockey game over oh, at Carter Finley? Oh, not for five years at minimum. No, I, I mean, we're not, not going to wait that long. Years. It was such a success to where, <laughs> yes, the area could host it once everyone got to the game, but on the interstate, there was so much demand for, for try, people trying to get into the stadium itself. Yeah. Now, once the game started, people got settled. It was an incredible atmosphere. Oh, yeah. But to wait five years again, I think, would just be a missed opportunity. uh, I get what you're saying regarding that, but I think the NHL wants to make sure that they spread to to various markets. I think that's the thing. There's a reason why we had to wait as long as we did. Now, I know Seattle has the next one coming up, but they want to try and hit as many different spots as they can. So I don't see it happening again for another five years. We'll see. Well, I, I think it'll be sooner than that. I personally think it'll be sooner okay. than that. I would say let's bet on it, but we got to ah. wait until January 8th. We got to <laughs> wait until January 8th because that's when sports betting, we hope. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Show Smooth, a.k.a. Chris Lee from WRL Sports, joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. All right, Chris, tell me this. What's the vibe like with all these big stars, all these big athletes coming in to one location from not only 
soccer players past and present that were big-time stars, but Steve Nash is playing in this thing. Chad Ochocinco's there. I know you've run into other athletes from other sports at this event. What's the vibe like so far at Wake Med Soccer Park? Hey, man, this is a, a really cool vibe, actually. And, I, you know, I'm going to be honest uh, with how deep we were into the Carolina Hurricanes and what they were doing the last few weeks. You know, I, I knew that this event was coming up, mm-hmm. but I honestly didn't pay a lot of attention to who was going to be here, what this was actually going to be. Then once I started to dive into it this week and I started to see who's going to be here, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm excited for this. And, you know, you walk around here, uh, and you see Steve Nash, you walk around here and you see uh, Chad Ochocinco, um, and he's taking pictures with people. Chris Paul is an investor uh, in this event at the TBT, which is, of course, a cousin to this event. Um, you know, he always has his team CP3 playing in that. So he was there uh, with his family, you know, front and center watching um, Steve Nash play soccer. Yeah. Clint Dempsey. Clint Dempsey is around here. Um, and with NC Courage all watching soccer together instead of them playing and, and people watching them, it's just a really cool vibe. Everybody's out here having fun, uh, a lot of food, a lot of uh, soccer fans. And we, we spoke to one soccer fan who said that this is actually probably the best soccer tournament setup he's ever seen. There's six different fields. You can go between fields. We're in a break right now. But the action starts back up around 5 o'clock, I think 5.30. And so then we'll have more games throughout the night. And, and if you're a fan here, if you're coming out here, you can flip between different fields, see all these different uh, 7-on-7 soccer games. And you knew you were starstruck to see it all, Chris, where you had to do like a double take to be like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe so-and-so is here. I know you just listed off several names. Um, I didn't – well, I saw Chad Ocho single from afar, and then I saw uh, Steve Nash playing. Um, but honestly, it's somebody that I've been around a lot, which was Chris Paul, because I haven't personally seen Chris Paul in a while. I used to, you know, of course, work in the, the triad market, and his parents still stay there. His parents – used to watch the station that uh, I, I worked at before. So I'm familiar with uh, Charles and Robin Paul. Uh, but, you know, seeing Chris again was like the first time I think I've seen him in person probably in, in six or seven years. And, like, he continues to add to his legacy every single year. It's like, you know, and I've been around this guy plenty of times, but it's like, wow, like, that's actually Chris Paul, and he's on another stratosphere right now. So it's cool to see him. But that's, that's probably the closest for me. Chris Lee, WREL Sports, joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. Alongside Mark Berg and Dennis Cox here with you. Chris is live at Wake Med Soccer Park at the soccer tournament. I know rush hour is starting to kick up here. Did you get any sense of traffic flow, people trying to get into Wake Med Soccer Park? When Mark and I actually just talked about the stadium series a little bit ago and about the, the traffic troubles it was to get to Carter-Finley. Anything like that for people that are trying to get out maybe either today, tomorrow, this weekend to Wake Med? Um, I would imagine that it would probably get worse as the weekend rolls along. Um, right now, like so far, you know, I had to come here earlier, leave to go to WRL, then come back. And both times I was able to come in uh, pretty easy to park. But if you don't already have or purchase um, parking or have a parking patch, you won't be able to park right here on the complex. There's, okay. I, I'm not sure of the parking situation outside of that uh, since we have media parking here. But uh, if you're looking to come out and buy tickets, I would say that's something that you probably have to plan for because you would either – I don't know if there's like a shuttle. I don't know if you'd have to walk or something like that. But that might, that might be an issue. But as far as getting in and out, I've gotten in and out smoothly so far. I can imagine as 
uh, the weekend goes along uh, and people are off of work and out of school, things like that, that, um, you know, that will probably not be the case. But um, so far, everything's been pretty good. Chris, one thing I want to ask you, Dennis and I have been talking about how North Carolina is a destination for a lot of these big-time events, and I've seen pictures, I've seen videos. How pristine is the field and the field conditions? Because I know that this is an event that they want to have here and carry for years to come. Yeah, you know, I didn't realize, you know, of course I knew that Wake Med Soccer Park is uh, a top-notch soccer park, but a lot of times, you know, if you live here, sometimes you don't give your area enough credit. I was thinking, you know, maybe Florida or other places have better, um, you know, fields or better, um, you know, I guess locations, but apparently this is the best on the East Coast, uh, and that's why the organi- organizers of this uh, event want to come here and want to have Cary as their home uh, for, for years to come. So, I mean, everything looks great here, of course, uh, you know, and, and to see how they've taken the main uh, stadium and you've turned that into two separate fields. Because, again, guys, this is 7-on-7. Seven seven. This is yeah. a, a different – this is different. This is not 11-on-11. 11 11. Everything's a little bit smaller, a little bit shorter. It, it kind of changes the, the game a little bit. Um, you don't have the same offsides calls and things like that. So these fields uh, really play – uh, towards that, and it makes the game a little bit faster. Um, actually, makes it a little bit from the a little bit that I've seen. I feel like it's a little bit more physical as well because huh. you have that shorter field, and um, it's it was very uh, interesting to see. Very exciting brand of soccer that I've watched so far. That's Chris Lee. Give him a follow on Twitter at Chris Lee TV. Enjoy your time out there watching watching all the action. I wish I'm not gonna lie. I wish I was out there right now watching the soccer tournament. <laughs> it sounds like honestly, it sounds like a lot of fun. Enjoy yourself, and we'll talk to you later, good sir. Hey man, if uh, if you have a free moment this weekend, you can borrow my credential. Deal. Mm. I'll see you this. <laughs> I'll see you this weekend, Chris. That's Chris Lee joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. And it, that is something he mentioned. I was, I was curious about what it was actually like to watch the games, and he, he answered the question before I even had a chance to, to ask it. But that's 77, a shorter field. There's more action. There's more scoring, and there's more up-tempo, which for a lot of people that may just be a casual fan, this might be what gets them into or just something that they enjoy watching, even though it's just a, a one-off experience. But – it still can be a lot of fun for people to go out there and watch. I know it's available. I think some games are streaming on Peacock. Some games are streaming on the, uh, on, the on the YouTube page for the soccer tournament, so you can watch some of these games that way. But it's still a really cool thing to, to if you're in person, to experience. Most of the tickets are already all sold out. But yeah. you mentioned the seven-on-seven. Seven, uh, no slide tackles, no throw-ins. Uh, only a two-minute halftime, too. So it's oh, yeah, a these lot games faster are short. paced. A lot faster paced. No offsides, too. It, for people that don't know soccer, it's going to lead to more scoring opportunities, too, mm-hmm. if you don't have any offsides penalties. So you got 32 teams, 7-on-7 seven seven soccer, uh, more than 60, 60 games, and then a $1 million prize at the end where it's like, whew, I'd like to have that cool million. I would love to have that cool million. Obviously, you got to split it amongst your team and all that kind of stuff, and I, you know, I, there's a lot of things that – factor into how much each individual individual person gets but still it's a winner take all million dollars in an elam ending meaning sunday's championship game is going to end on a goal as well that's how all so the games are you're gonna have a mil- you're gonna have a goal or say that's the million dollar goal that you get from this weekend should be very very exciting over in carry
You know, I I'm not going to win a million dollars playing in that tournament, Mark Bergen. Not but this year. Not this year. You never know. We might. You know what? We could put together a WREL sports team <laughs> going in there next year. Yeah. Let's file. Let's file in, in an application. See if if we can be part of that. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.